Hello and welcome to On the Record, the podcast of the Cuyahoga County Common Police Court. I'm your host, Darren Toms, and as always, we hope you enjoy our discussions about the court and the legal system. Today, we're talking about the Pro Bono Project, which provides legal assistance on civil matters to people who are also dealing with criminal cases. Judge Joan Sinnenberg presides over our recovery court, which was featured in a previous podcast. That docket treats people with dual diagnoses of addiction and trauma. Judge Sinderberg, hello. Thank you for taking the time to talk with us. Great to see you, as always. So tell us what the Pro Bono Project does. So the Pro Bono Project is a collaborative with our court. Now we've partnered with Legal Aid, the Milton Kramer Legal Clinic, a case, uh, and some case students, their instructors, Cleveland Marshall students. Here's how it started. With Recovery Court, which you just described, what we saw are so many people who are working hard to take care of their addiction issues and their mental health issues. But what happens in the meantime is that there's all these civil issues going on where they're not entitled constitutionally to an attorney like they are in their criminal cases. So what do we do after, you know, we're in year four now of Recovery Court. And it's heartbreaking to see people primarily losing their kids, losing custody of their kids. Uh, They've come from very dark places. By the time they get to our court, of course, they have a felony case. Typically, they have lost relationships with their families. They've lost their jobs. They're incarcerated. And they're in a bad place. But with our type of population that we deal with in recovery court, opiate-addicted women have an 86% unplanned pregnancy rate. So we just saw this in court happening over and over, and we would have people with a lot of kids expanding their families and losing custody of their kids right away. This was born out of need, this pro bono project. I was trying to figure what we could do to help our clients in what I'm calling like the civil Gideon, because you don't have that right to counsel in civil cases. So we did some outreach to get lawyers in the community, civil attorneys that would be willing to come in and assist these these people with great need who are duly diagnosed with their non-criminal issues. Typically bankruptcy, foreclosure, child custody, child support, expungement, all those barriers to success. It's just born out of need. That's how it started. Once the pro bono project got started, uh, it was kind of just doing it on your own, but now it's expanded with, with a grant, a coordinator. Tell us how it's grown. I've been trying to do something like this for years and years and years, and I just felt that I was failing over and over. And we started this one year ago, and I just want to credit Ann Porath at Legal Aid for sitting down with me, I can't even tell you how many times, and other friends that were willing to sit down and have a conversation around a table. And ultimately, Colleen Cotter at Legal Aid, myself, and Tony Richardson of the Nord Family Foundation were on Joe Froelich's program at IdeaStream. And I was lamenting about this, and the Nord Family Foundation really cares about the population that we serve. Conversations continued. Tony Richardson came to the table. I started the project last June, doing it in my courtroom, really just calling friends of mine that are civil lawyers and asking them to pitch in. And the first time we did it, a year ago, we had about 15 criminal defendants from our recovery court docket and about a dozen lawyers. Now, as of January, we have the Nord family, bless them, funding our full-time coordinator who's doing a wonderful job doing outreach which our funders are permitting, into every judge's docket to see if any judge's clients or defendants uh, that may be suffering from dual diagnosis but not on a specialized docket could benefit from our services. 
He's doing a, mar- a marvelous job reaching out through our task department to find people who are dealing with their trauma issues there. That's sort of a hotbed of people that could benefit. All the specialized docket coordinators for like mental health, developmental disabilities, veterans dockets, so that we can try to assist. It's a no strings attached program, but we're doing it in the courthouse. And what I never dreamed is that that location would would work. I thought that who wants to come back to court? We're trying to get them out of court, but in recovery court and the other specialized dockets, I think people feel comfortable coming into the venue. And Darren, it's amazing. Nobody's late. We set it for the third Friday of each month, and and the clients show up on time. And as of last month, we did well. This month in June, we had 35 volunteer lawyers, and we had 49 defendants all pre-registered that showed up. Are you surprised at the number of volunteer attorneys you're getting? Maybe it's just the idealism in me, but I think people really want to do this. And I'm so grateful to the firms that are participating and making regular monthly appearances with us. We have commitments from Jones Day, Calfee, McDonald Hopkins, Porter Wright. Uh, Giffen Kaminsky has helped us on a number of complex cases. This past Friday, when we did it two Fridays ago, a lady came in with a $20,000 judgment against her and left with that relieved because of the work of Nora Hurley and the assistance as well of a couple of other people that just got together, listened to what she had to say, and because they were lawyers that care about people, they figured a way out where otherwise so many people who come into our court just don't know what to do. And I think that lawyers feel so good about helping for the sake of, of doing it. We're supposed to do that. I mean, that's aspirational. These, the Ohio Supreme Court wants us to do this. I'm so pleased and so grateful for it. It's a very contained, organized type of project. The clients are pre-registered. They are there. And the other big bonus is that as of July's session, if you so desire, you can attend part of this as a one-hour complimentary CLE focusing on a topic, the topics that are most often our clients' types of issues. And that, again, the issues that I discussed regarding kids, finances, and housing. But BMV, too. We're getting people to drive lawfully again. It's really fantastic. I mean, but just this week, we saw someone reunited with her kids because of one of the volunteer lawyers here. So, you know, that's, there, there are results here. It's, there's an outcome that you can see, and it's a feel-good project. And I think that lawyers love it. They get out of their offices. They come down here. They know the type of issue that they're going to be dealing with because of the pre-registration that we do. And Mark Shannon, our coordinator, is, again, doing a fabulous job. So to answer your question, I think lawyers like it. Where do you see the future of this going? It's gotten really popular. This is funny. Mark and I meet every day. And he just got a phone call from one of the BMV establishments saying, well, we heard about your project. We're sending some people your way. So it's gone from really being intended for dual diagnosis, recovery, and drug court clients, to the specialized dockets, to all the judges, to where now, dealing with uh, the Nord Family Foundation, uh, they have encouraged us to expand it. Uh, Where does it go from here? From what I hear from Nord Family, there's not a program like this in the country. And I'm just hoping for sustainability here. We see that we keep growing every month to more and more people who are attending, more and more lawyers who are volunteering. So I would hope that if it was going to do anything, perhaps it could, could expand geographically, but, but certainly in our county to include our, all of our courts. We do have training sessions that are coming up for issues related to the domestic relations court. In fact, some of our uh, CLE presenters will be coming from there. So this is open not just to the general division, but according to the Nord family and with their permission, if someone has an issue in this county in need 
for what we're calling the Civil Gideon, they can participate in our pro bono collaborative. Anything about the project that uh, we haven't discussed that you would like to add? I think the whole focus was to keep families together. And every one of us, you know, dealing with, and you see it every day too, Darren, dealing with people who have the issues of mental health and trauma, it's been a very, very tough road, and community support means so much. Now in this pro bono collaborative, we also have an educational piece So if someone has needs to get a GED or some other type of educational achievement, we can assist there. We're getting more community involvement. And I just want to say to Legal Aid, Colin Cotter, Ann Porath, Case Western Reserve University, Cleveland Marshall College of Law, and to the Common Pleas Court, thank you, thank you, thank you. Most of all, Nord Family Foundation. They are helping people. We've served over 200 people just in 2019. And again, to you, thank you for spreading the word, Darren. Judge Joan Sinnenberg, thank you so much for taking the time with us to go on the record. Thank you, Darren.